his world, a world that shares virtually nothing in common with your world. I mean, except occasionally. Episode 2. I haven't quite figured out the title of the episode, but it has something to do with ghosts and shit. And, you know, that's why there was that little poltergeist opening just then and there. So it's entirely possible that when you download this episode, you're going to go, what a cool title. But frankly, I do not know what that title is right now. And since I record my shit in order, um, yeah, I had to say something about the title. So this definitely deals with ghosts. Yeah, that's what I said, ghosts. Well, and let me set the stage for you. So, Zubida, in her professional capacity, um, which you're not aware of what I do professionally, it's not this podcast, in case you haven't figured that out. I'm sure you have. Um, yeah, man, so I was in Sedalia, Missouri. And in, that's right, Sedalia, Missouri. Uh I can tell you that in Sedalia is the state fairgrounds for the state of Missouri. Um, I wasn't there for the state fair, but it's there. And there's a hotel that is in downtown Sedalia, the Hotel Bothwell, that I came to find out is fucking haunted. I know, right? Especially on like the third floor, but it's all over the place and like very reasonable, rational people. Like, a whole bunch of people, like, claim that it's fucking, like, full of ghosts and shit. And here I am staying in this hotel and made me excited. It made me nervous. I wanted to be ghost hunter. And then I didn't. And I wasn't. And I'll talk about more why. But, I mean, I, I shit you not. Like, evidently, like, there are ghosts here. And, and, and I actually talked to some people. So, I have a cool clip. I want you to hear about, like, what my coworker had to say about the ghosts. Yeah, when we were sitting and drinking in the bar one night. That's right. All right, so what I want to hear about is, I hear you had an experience in this hotel. Yes. <laughs> and that's um, what I want to know about. Yeah, well, I, you know, actually, we had a, we had a talk. And, and I, I'll start off, you know, the first week we were here at this hotel, and we brought a group of people in, actually the first night. Okay, very Didn't, first night. Very first night. Didn't know anything about this hotel, and, and of course, you know, checking in and talking, you know, someone made a comment about, you know, you know this hotel's home. Which I just found out today. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't believe in ghosts, so let's, let's, let's establish that now. All right. I do believe there are probably some things that we don't know about, but I don't believe in ghosts, as far as, you know, mm. But, so, you know, like we <laughs> yeah, they don't show up on your, your, your They don't, uh, but I still locked it. I felt it. I felt it in you the felt it. So, you know, we were, the team was coming in from different parts of the country, and we were gathering in the bar, and, you know, we were talking, and, you know, it's like, well, you know, what are the ghosts here? It's all the sermon. 
And apparently this place used to be a um, nursing home of sorts. Really? A nursing yeah. home? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm now scared a little bit this, about my midnight hunting. This, this hotel, you know, was it there? one of their claims to fame is this is where Harry Truman made his announcement of his candidacy for president. Saw that outside. So, you know, there's some cool stuff here. But anyway, so the people tell me, like, yeah, you know, there's a, there's one of the ghosts and an old man says, you know when he's around because you smell um, a fresh cigar that's being smoked. Well, this is a non-smoking cigar. Sure. So if you smell the if you smell the cigar, you know, the, the old man goes around. He says another one is an elderly lady who wore wears the um, the old fashioned toilet water lavender oh, perfume. Yes. If you smell that, she's around. And there's another lady that's on the third floor that you know she walks the halls with a ring of keys trying to get a key in the door. The really spooky one, and you and you read about this on their website. The really spooky one is it shows up on the third floor a lot. It's a child. And it, it, there's several people who, who have small children with them. They wake up and there's a small, pale child standing next to the bed. And, you know, it's like it's like it's. I kind of it got chills. Get, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I kind of pissed myself you know, in bed if that happened. The child wants to play with the, the children. Never had anything bad. So, I mean, that's, those are the things that we were told. So, you know, we're all sitting in the bar, we're sitting on the couch. And, Gathering him and drinks, and one of our colleagues comes in late. He hasn't heard any of this. Right. So we see him at the doorway at the bar. He's like, oh, go check in, man. Come on in and join us for a drink. So, you know, he goes upstairs, and a few minutes later, he comes down, and you know, I, make, I make the comment, I'm like, this is a really cool bar. You know, got this nice old wood. I love having a bar that's in my basement. You know, you know, we got couches, you know, I got some really good rye whiskey. All I need is a good cigar. This would be a perfect evening. But Nico's like, Somebody's already started with cigars. Like, nah. Like, what do you mean, Nico? Like this is one smoking in too. We can't light up this place. Somebody's already lit up. He said, "No, I came down the hallway and walked down the staircase." He said, "I can smell a fresh cigar." Whoa. I said, "Dude, <laughs> that's the ghost." Yeah, so, you know, that was number one. Yeah. So you know, we we go downstairs. We had these big dinners. Mine is obviously flowing. I am so. <laughs> You're so. I'm trying to ride herd on all this crowd to make sure everything's going good. So I'm so. Go to bed. I'm on the fourth floor, four seventeen. Got a, a nice double bed. Beside the bed, I got a really heavy duty nightstand. I'm not talking about some little cheap rinky dink. No, it's heavy wood. It's a stuff. heavy wood. You know? Yeah. And then in the corner, right next to that, I've got like a high wing back chair. Yep. Kind of got, you know, small, I'm well, in 717 and yeah. I think it's a similar layout. Okay, so I've got, you know, I'm, you know, I unload my pockets at night. I put everything in my pocket in one nice outfit. So I got my wallet, a little credit card holder, papers, chains, car keys, you know, all that's piled up. There's a phone on the table, there's an alarm clock, there's this tall lamp. I'm sitting there with phone and I got my iPad, I'm sitting there wrapping up the evening. I, you know, emails, shut it all down, put it on the table, got the lamp ball, roll over, and put up. Got four or five seconds later, I hear this god awful crash coming from the table. Like, what the hell? So I jump up, I reach for the lamp. There's no lamp. So I'm like, so I get up, I go cut the main light on, and I look at the side of the bed, and I'm like, what the hell? The lamp. Laying behind the chair. 
Now that actually takes some doing because of how they're yeah, situated. The lamp is behind oh my god. The phone is all wrapped up in cord laying under the table. My wallet, my keys, every paper, my credit cards, all the stuff that's on the table is strode across the floor and up under the chair. What in the phone, hell did you do to piss whatever phone, off? My phone and my iPad are on the floor. The only thing sitting on the table is the phone. So I'm, I'm standing there and I look around and I look up and go, okay, I don't believe in your ass, but I'm tired. Good night. <laughs> Put everything back on the table, got the light up in the bed and hands on. That's right. After that little like interview, I had to immediately go to the internet and fucking Google creepy music and then listen to some shit and totally record a slide. Like it's all like it's uncomfortable and nasty and like there's a couple like squeaky like oh my god and it almost physically hurts you and it creeps you out. And it goes with that story that kind of fucking creeped me out. And I mean, I was all jazzed too because so I had this super plan. I was like, oh my god. Like, this is so awesome. Like, my, I, it's going to be what an experience I'm going to have. I'm going to fucking set my alarm, and in the middle of the night, I'm going to get my audio recorder, and I am going to, like, put on my slippers. Um, I actually don't travel with slippers, but it sounded cool. I'm actually going to be in, like, my flip-flops. Uh, but I'm going to, you know, be in my jammies, maybe put on a bra in case I ran into somebody. But, like, I'm going to be in my jammies and my flip-flops my audio recorder, and I'm going to tiptoe around, and I'm going to go down to the fucking third floor, and I am going to totally go ghost hunting. Like, even if I don't find a ghost, like, that's going to be a funny segment, but what if I do fucking find a ghost? I mean, aside from, like, the possibility that, like, I could get, like, fame and fortune and shit for, like, having this whole experience on an audio recorder, yada, yada, I mean, but let's just talk about, like, how fucking awesome that would be, the experience of it. Oh, my God. And, yeah, so I was all fucking set to it. And I was just envisioning different paths and ways. And would I meet the old man or would it be that fucked up kid? And would it feel like The Shining when those two little girls are like, come play with me. Come play with me forever. Um, that's not really how it went. Actually, how does that go? Hold on. You know what? Let's check and see. Now, I'm not going to fucking lie. If I'm going down on the third floor and I'm walking around with my recorder and like I round the corner on the hallway and there are two little bitches down there all looking all like pale and shit and they're like, come play with us, super Come play with us forever and ever. And like, seriously, like, honestly, your eardrums are going to shatter because the scream that is going to come out of me is going to be, I, I mean, seriously, it's, I, I, yeah, your eardrums are going to break and, you know, and you might bleed from your eyes. I, I mean, I, I can't even, like, honestly, I think you will actually, like, somebody else will have to finish 
the, and make the last Zubita's World an episode. If one of you could volunteer for that when it happens, because like I'm going to die. And so on that final episode, which is going to be a tribute to me, you're actually going to like say it's super explicit, people, listeners, because here's like the graphic nature of Zubita's death when she meant the little come play with me. Let, let's get fucking all over again. Hold on. I mean, seriously, what would you do? I mean, seriously, these little girls, like, come play with us. And one of the others, too, is like, boom, in the background. I mean, honestly, I'm just going to fucking die on the spot, man. Um, I just, please, somebody. I mean, I don't want to be forgotten. I don't want people to not understand why Zubita's world came to a conclusion. I mean, somebody, I hope you please step in and, you know, make that last tribute episode to me because that's what's like in fucking store. But I mean, I don't know, man. So, yeah. I, so, you yeah, know, ghost hunting was like all what I was on top of my mind. I mean, here, check this shit out. So I'm riding the elevator up to the seventh floor. I just learned today that this hotel is haunted. I kind of want to have like a midnight experience, but I don't know. I'm too tired. I may not be able to do it tonight, but tomorrow night for sure. See, like, I'm going to call cowboy bullshit on myself. Like, I'm already like pussying out. I'm like, yeah, let's go ghost hunting. It's awesome. And when I'm not telling myself right now is I'm kind of scared. I mean, cause I'm going to do it, but like, not tonight. I mean, I'm tired tonight. I'm, I'm already out of the gate making fucking excuses. I mean, Oh my God. Like what is wrong with me? Like, I mean, I am an educated, rational, fucking professional, successful woman. And yet here I am, man. I'm all like, I'm scared to go by myself at midnight. I mean, I want a big tucket, but I kind of am scared to do it. So what ended up happening was, is of course I didn't go that night. And then I was there another night and I had an excuse not to go that night. And then I had told people I was going to do it. And so every day, like at work, they're like, so fucking tell us about your ghost hunting last night. And I'm like, yeah, man, I didn't do it. And here's why. And then the following week I was also back there. So the same group of people are back there. And every day they're like, oh my God, tell us about your ghost hunting. And like by that week I had to be like, yeah, maybe I'm just a big talker because I kind of want to do it in theory, but in practice, like it sounds like I'm kind of a pussy or it looks like I'm starting to look like I'm a pussy here. Because, yeah, I haven't been able to work up the nerve to do it yet. And then they laugh at me because, you know, I would laugh at me if I was being this kind of scaredy cat. And so then, the very next week, or no, 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 same week, but the end of the week, but I'd already left the hotel. And then I was talking to one of my besties, and I was talking to her, and you've heard her on this podcast before. And anyway... Where I was getting at was, is I was telling her all about it, and I previously talked in whatever, and she was asking me, like, oh, my God, did you go ghost hunting, and da-da-da-da, are you going to do it, da-da-da-da-da, because she had been worried for me, and I was just like, yeah, man, I hadn't done it, I didn't do it, and then... But I was kind of like dogging on myself and being hard for it. And I expected her to be like, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, you know I don't know. I don't know what I expected her to say. I mean, of course, she's going to be loving and supporting because that's what she does. And I'm talking really fucking fast right now and I can't help myself. And in fact, every time I think about it, it goes even faster. All right, I just need to stop fucking thinking about it. But the whole point of this exercise is, or this discussion, is so I was totally talking to her about it, and like, I don't know what I expected her to say, except be loving and supportive. And yet, oh my God, so she totally freaked me out even more. I, I mean, I don't know. I think you'll be freaked out too. Let's, we're going to hear what she has to say, but it actually might be time for another fucking musical break just because maybe I need a chance to slow down and you need a chance to fucking catch up and maybe rewind and listen to the segment again because what the fuck have I been saying?
just like the incredibly perfect, correct place for a musical bridge. I mean, didn't the moment really just cry out for it? And aren't we better people a minute and a half later for having that musical bridge? I know it gave me time to reflect and think, man, I mean, for instance, like, it made me remember that like I totally owe somebody money and that like I should write a check so that next time I see her, which is actually in just like an hour and a half, like I should fucking have a check. I should write a check right now. I mean, maybe not right now, but like the minute, like when we stop recording this podcast episode and I'm about to upload it onto Podbean and I'm like halfway through. So I get to the point where I've like done the description and the meta tags and I've described the episode, which God only knows how I'll do that. Um, I still don't know what we're going to fucking call it. But anyway, man, there's that moment in which, you know, that you say like upload file. And after I select it and go through the directory trees, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, man, there's going to be, you know, uh, some time that will pass. I mean, now it used to be like a lot of fucking time, like 20 minutes. Cause I had the world's shittiest internet connection at base camp one in Zubita's world. But now, man, no, I've got better internet. So it's only like, instead of being like a big stinking turd, like the biggest turd on the planet, now it's just like mildly stinky. Like it's still bad compared to your internet, but maybe this will only take like eight minutes. And during that eight minutes, man, it's going to be eight magical minutes because I'm totally going to be able to like walk around, look for my checkbook, like wonder where I put my checkbook, remember where I put my checkbook. Go get the checkbook. It's actually not a checkbook. I don't have anything to put it in. It's just a pack of checks, but it's in my purse, FYI. Uh, but I'm going to go fucking get my, then I got to, where did I put my purse? Think about that. Remember where I put it. Go get it. You see a pattern. And then at some point, like in this again, magical eight minutes, I probably took like six and a half minutes what we just described, but then I'm going to write this checkout, man, like, and yeah, and then I'll just like fucking put it in my pocket and like tell myself to home forget and I'll hopefully not forget later. Um, yeah, so all of this, none of this would have been possible had I not had that little, you know, musical bridge. So I hope it was good. It's good for you. Yes. I hope it was as good for you as it was for me. And with that, I want you to hear like totally how my friend freaked me out. Yeah, we're going to do that now. One is, is that the guy who told me the story very clearly stated like he did not believe in ghosts. And yet there he went to bed one night and had this experience. Right. But do you know what happened afterward? Like the ghosts presented themselves and he said, I just want to get some sleep and ignored it and went to bed setting a clear boundary that I'm not your guy, dude. Thanks for presenting yourself, but I'm not your guy. Right. I'm not entertaining you at this moment in time or ever, whatever. He set a clear boundary that I'm not your vehicle to resolving whatever issue has caused you to be a lost soul. Right. Well, that's a sad, you know, I'm not saying you can prevent them from coming to you. But you can definitely prevent seeking them out and being open to them coming to you. you well, all I'm saying was, is when I first conceived of this half-assed stupid plan, I thought, well, would this be fun? Like, I could go, like, 
in the middle of the night. Like, surely they're bored at that point in time, or maybe they're more likely, or maybe I'm just watching too many bad movies, but surely that's a good time, and I probably won't see anything, but won't it be funny to get, like, funny audio recording of me tiptoeing around, whispering in my audio recorder at 3 a.m. in my pajamas on the third floor of the hotel? Like, this all just seemed like a funny exercise until I talked to you, and then you scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> um, but I will tell you, and again, it's all about your belief level, right? Like, it's all about, I mean, I, and I honestly believe that, or I wouldn't repeat that mantra. Like, there are plenty of people that have passed, not plenty, but there are a few people that have passed in my life that I would welcome the opportunity to see again. But I even made that shout out to them, like, don't ever visit me because I know you're dead. Like, I just, I know I can't handle that. <laughs> like, it would be, like, I don't want signs from you. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, and honestly, the other thing I repeat is if you, like, it's, if I know you, now these ghosts you wouldn't know. They're obviously historical and have no tie to you personally. But, right. Um. Like, people that I know, I will often say, if you really want to visit me, come to me in my dream. Like, you know, come to me through a, a dream. Let me wake up remembering something or knowing something new through a dream. Um, but I don't ever want to see you in my waking moments. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. I'm just imagining now if I'm, like, tiptoeing down the third floor and I see, like, some little kid, like, I am not going to be able to deal with that. I wouldn't. I mean, I know myself. I would not deal with that well. Because, you know, in a completely sober moment of seeing an apparition or a spirit, like, you know that you saw it. And, like, what the fuck did you do? Like, that would just, it's just not something I want to experience. I don't like to be scared. <laughs> you know, and I don't know why a little child apparition would scare me but it would i don't know what would scare me more the woman the man or the child but they all seem pretty scary yeah they seem awful i think you should rethink it but uh i do it just like you know know what you're opening yourself up to no you've scared me too much now i'm too much of a pussy to go traipsing around now it's all i'm going to be able to do the next two nights to like go to sleep i'm going to be like People, I don't want to talk to you. And here's, and yeah. And I'm going to be afraid that by saying I don't want to talk to you, that they're going to think I'm rude and show up anyway. Like last week I didn't talk to them and they didn't bother me. Yeah, I mean, that's a fine approach. Just not dealing with it. Okay, so like fast forward a week and a half and I'm totally on the verge of going back to this haunted place. Like first I'm going to Texas, then I'm going to go to Sedalia, Missouri, and I'm going to stay in this fucking haunted hotel for one night, just for one night. And I'm traveling with somebody else. And so part of me says, like, maybe I try to talk to somebody else into like getting up in the middle of the night and like ghost hunting with me. And then the chances of that happening are about nil because like, it's a stupid idea. Like I get it. Like, of course I want to do it. Like, only kind of sort of except I'm scared 
like other people aren't going to want to do it, but like there's safety in numbers and shit. So like, I can't decide, should I ask, you know, should I not ask, should I go ahead and do it? Like, it's that whole freaking me out about being open to it. Like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I don't want to be like possessed and shit, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I don't want it to be like exorcist time. Like, I don't want my friends to have to be like, Hey man, I think we need an exorcist of Zubida. Like, and God only knows what that looks like for the podcast, but I don't know. So again, once again here, ladies and gentlemen, like I'm, you know, I, two roads diverge, you know, I don't know which path to take, man. And I'm not sure I'm going to know until that night. I mean, but part of me wants to just pony up and do it, um, do it. Uh, but the other part of me is a Freddy cat. So, you know, at least it's like Sunday night now. It's almost Monday and I'll be there Wednesday night. So in just a few days, like I'll be able to sort this shit out and everything. I'm going to put this podcast out beforehand just because I feel like we've gone long enough. But I mean, I, I'll let you know definitely for sure what, what, what is like coming down the pike. But yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's bad enough thinking that like spirits, you know, and shit, but like totally like spirits not connected to me and shit. Like, I don't know, man. I don't want to wake up with a little kid in my bed or next to my bed. Like, I mean, maybe I'm better seeing one of them down the hallway, but then what if they talk to me? Like, almost I'd be better with the smell. I, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just the seeing or the talking or, you know, things that'll make me have a cardiac arrest that, you know, I'm a little bit scared of and shit. I mean, wouldn't you be? Maybe not. I don't know. Thanks for listening to Zubita's World. Here's hoping that this is the la- not the last podcast that I make and that the next podcast isn't some tribute because I'm dead, because I died of fear and a heart attack from my ghost adventures. Uh, I send much love out there to all of my friends. I send much love out there to all of my listeners and to any spirits that are in the vicinity of me. I empathize with you, but I do not want to hear from you. Please, come to me in my dreams. Good night. Goodbye. Good luck. Maybe good luck to me.